Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine radio show. The show that is so redundant, it's double redundant. So that makes it re-re-redundant. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe smoking broadcast. And I'm your host, Brian Levine, coming to you very pre-recorded because I am on the road as this show comes out. Uh, But on this week's show, a review of the new Peterson Flake Virginia Pipe Tobacco. Uh, My impressions, my thoughts, and uh, what I, yeah. Anyway, the Peterson Flake Tobacco. And then we catch up with Gina Rude, who the first time we talked to her was six years ago, and there's been a lot going on in her life, so you get to hear that, plus music from Gina, and uh, Mailbag and Rant, all that coming up on this week's episode of the Pipes Magazine radio show. And remember, you must be of legal smoking age wherever you are in order to listen to this fine show. Uh, And if for some reason my voice sounds funny to you, well, it's because my voice sounds funny. (laughs) No, it's because uh, for some reason on Wednesday morning of this week, I woke up with with a thing in my throat or something, and it was really bad Wednesday, Thursday, Friday got better. Today is Saturday, and I was up at the crack, well, up before the crack of dawn at 5.30 a.m. to do our neighborhood yard sale. And it's just been a long day that I'm here recording it. More on that in just a minute. And I've been talking a lot today, so sorry you get Mr. Sexy Gravelly voice for uh, this part. Good news is Gina and I recorded about a month ago, so you I don't you don't get Mr. Gravelly voice for that one. <laughs> anyway, you, yeah, my voice will change in the middle of the show, and then it'll go back to bad. Um, Speaking of today, go uh, on uh, YouTube or Facebook or all those other places and look up the Virtual Pipe Club. And I was the uh, guest or whatever. The I was the featured target. Uh, you will see me talk about the Disney Pipe Collection and show some of my pieces of it for the first hour or so. And then you will hear a, a Q&A that is going to be a future show. Uh, on the show, it'll be way edited down, but you'll get to see the whole thing. So don't know how much of it will be up there, but that's it. Anyway, go to the Virtual Pipe Club, check out that. It was a lot of fun visiting with them today. All right, uh, and uh, tomorrow I'm heading to Vegas. We're going off for uh, five days of uh, getting away and what was supposed to be a travel agent thing, but is now just a getaway. So bonus for that. All right, let's get the show rolling. So everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in, and here we go. This is Phil Morgan, General Manager of Missouri Meerschaum Corncob Pipes in Washington, Missouri. Our mission since 1869 has been to produce great smoking pipes that anyone can afford. We guarantee our pipes won't be your most expensive, but they just might be the ones you smoke the most. At Missouri Meerschaum Company, we don't just sell our corncob pipes. We grow them, make them, and smoke them. Missouri Meerschaum, Washington, Missouri, since 1869. And we 
are back, and here is uh, Peterson Flake by request of listener Mike. Um, so this tin that I picked up is the it it is the brand new Peterson Flake, uh, formerly known as Dunhill Flake, and then uh, previous to that Light Flake, and on the back of it, if I'm understanding the uh, the way I'm reading the dates, this tin was probably put together in uh the the earlier part of 2000 um i've had it for a couple weeks it's been open for a little bit it's still really wet i don't know i i, I can't figure out what exactly is on it that's keeping it really wet but again it's been open for a couple weeks already um the description on the back says brown virginia pipe tobacco pressed first and then delicately cut into fine slices and when you go over to uh, tobaccoreviews.com, the description there says uh, Virginia Pipe Tobacco, formerly known as Dunhill Flake STG, which is a Scandinavian tobacco group, changed the brand name from Dunhill to Peterson. Uh, the, the note is a description from an old Dunhill store catalog, Flake, a.k.a. Light Flake. This processed Virginia is a cut flake of medium strength, very cool, and has a pleasant light flavor and aroma from 1959. And then, then from 1985, it says Lemon and Bronze Virginia is ideal for sportsmen. When I open it up, it is a mixture of a couple, you know, a couple different colors of Virginia's but nothing that I would call golden, nothing that I would call yellow. It's just, uh, it's some muted light browns and browns. Um, I don't know how else to, to describe it, except it's really not, yeah, it, it, it doesn't have a lot of contrast to it. It's got some stems in there, but that's kind of, of you know, hard to avoid with a flake like this. Um, but what I did notice, again, it was really wet. So the couple of bowls that I've smoked, I had to rub them out and let them and let them sit out. I don't think it's really wet from a lot of propylene glycol because I didn't get a lot of that feeling in my hand from it. I think it's just some humectant and some flavoring or, you know, something on it. But again, when I smoked it, I'll be I'll be relatively quick with this. Um, when I smoked it, I enjoyed it. It would get hot. If you kept it going, if you got it fired up and got it really going, it would get hot and get bitey. But if you eased off and smoked it, I smoked it in you know, three different size pipes. Um, all three, good, middle-of-the-road flavor, not too, not strong at all, comfortable to smoke all day long. Uh, yeah, again, the, the first bowl or two, I didn't dry out quite as much as I did the third one. So I had some moisture issues. Uh, but again, it was just a mild, pleasant all day long, kind of a, kind of a smoke and had some good flavor to it. Had some, had a little bit of interesting flavor. So, and it didn't have any of that. I didn't pick up any of that grassiness that you get in a lot of the brighter Virginias or that hay smell. I didn't pick up anything that was you know, too artificially flavored. There is something in there, some little sweetener in there, but I also didn't get a lot of nicotine. I didn't get, yeah, I didn't, again, compared to my Virginia Periques, this was just a good middle of the road everyday thing. So if you're looking at Orlick golden slice where you want to 
bring it down in flavor or like a couple weeks ago and when, when I did Solani, if you don't want that overly sweet from the honey, this is just dead on middle of the road. I, I guess the best way to describe it is vanilla ice cream would be the way I would call it. Uh, I will say also that, uh, you know, Scandinavian Tobacco Group does a great job with flakes. This, this flake rubs out really easily. You can do the crumble and twist with it. And yeah, you, you can, you can pack it in any method you want. Uh, and on tobaccoreviews.com, uh, Tomcat wrote, and I, and I'm just going to read a review or two from the current packaging. Uh, but Tomcat wrote, and he gave it three stars. Uh, my tin is mostly bright Virginias with a few light brown and orange strands. The blend is fairly sweet with hay and grass and citrus mostly. So completely different than what I picked up. I didn't pick up any of the hay or grass. And I'm still not picking up any of the real citrus. Um, some notes of bread and dark fruit and a tea flavor come in and out during the smoke. Kind of a changing places with the hay and grass and citrus. It is quite pleasant. The tea notes kind of remind me of Irish breakfast tea. A very mild blend in taste and strength with very little nicotine, easily an all-day smoke. I read some other reviews and nobody mentioned the tea notes, I, I think, but that's what I get sometimes after many bowls. Uh, and, and he smoked it when it was aged for 11 months. And the minute I read that and, saw, and heard tea notes and the Irish breakfast tea, I was like, that's, that's pretty much it. I can I can 100% agree with him, you know, uh, very simple T notes. Uh, one other review was from uh, Visc Viscfab, and he writes, "Oh wow, this is gorgeous! Everything a Virginia lover craves in a blend is here. Flakes are uh, are homogeneous and meticulously pressed." Pop the tin and get a whiff. Citrus and stewed figs all over the place. A ripe Virginia aroma. I hold a flake and pack it in a larger size bowl. Lights pretty well after three or four charring lights. Luscious smoke. Tart and creamy. Hints of lemon. Natural sweetness. Medium to full taste. Uh, so, again, here's a whole different take on it with some slightly different descriptors. But, again, I'll just go back to it's an all-day smoke. Um, I do like it. I'm interested to see how it will how it will do with some age. I'd be interested if anybody has had the recent uh, Scandinavian Tobacco Group made Dunhill Flake that might have a couple of years of age on it. Because again, I I think you know I'm a big fan of a couple of years of age. So there's my thoughts on it. Dun, uh, the the Peterson Flake from Scandinavian Tobacco Group. Uh, definitely one I'm interested in and definitely one that I think, uh, you know, will not offend anybody and may not wow everybody. There you go. All right. In just a moment, Gina Rude. This is Internet Radio. My name is Shane Ireland, and I'm the pipe manager at SmokingPipes.com. It's my job to source and select the absolute best pipes from all over the world. We take collecting seriously, so you should think of us as your team of personal pipe shoppers. When you browse our site and make your selection, the pipe you've picked out has traveled from the maker to our merchandising and quality control department. 
It was then given to our highly skilled photographers, videographers, and copywriters before being carefully and lovingly packaged by our shipping team. The pipe you see is the pipe you get, and it's just the one you've been searching for. Whether you're on the hunt for that next special piece to add to your collection, or would simply like a recommendation from our extensive selection of tobaccos, give us a call at 1-888-366-0345, and our friendly experts will be glad to assist you. We are quality. We are experts. We are collectors. We are SmokingPipes.com. We're back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, and joining us, coming back by request, is uh, Gina Rude, the one and only uh, pipe smoking, pipe babe, musician, and um, uh, I don't know, Gina, we got it. It was six, it's been over six years since you were on the show. You were just a kid then, so welcome back. What are you up to now? Oh, you know, I am retired from everything, so I'm just chilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you're what? Almost? You're you're like almost into that next decade. So you're in yeah. Your, what, you're, I'm getting Social yeah. Security. This it's pretty good. It's a pretty good deal going on. Yeah. All right. When you were first on the show, I'm going to tell everybody you were you had just turned like 22 or something. Oh my gosh. So uh, maybe you were turning 23 or something. I was a so. child. Yes. Yeah. They let children smoke. That's insane. Well, you know, you know, you're <laughs> listen, you are the one that was you're the one from Southern California that was playing hillbilly music and dressing like you were straight out of Little House on the Prairie. That's what I wanna be. I, I I'm sorry I was born in the wrong state. I wish I was born in a different state, but that's that's the state I was born in. Sorry, I'm a hillbilly from from California. I can't help that. And in the wrong century, but wrong <laughs> <laughs> century too. I might just be mentally ill. I don't know. Well, California, um, <laughs> uh, you know, land of fruits and nuts. All I can say. Um, That's right. Do you actually wait? Do you eat meat? I do. I'm not that weird. Okay. Come on. All right. Well, I just want to make sure. I mean, you know, no offense to those that I don't, don't well, eat I'm meat, a, but I am a hillbilly, so yeah. of course, you know. Yeah. Um, have you uh, started um, smoking any of that other new legal product in the state of California that might also fit into no, a pipe? But I do get questioned a lot. Like if I go out and I want to smoke my pipe, you know, they're like, hey, man, where you get that from? I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's tobacco. They're like, are you serious? I'm like, it's tobacco pipe. Like people, it's very unheard of. So most people want some of what I got and then they see that it's tobacco and they're like, Oh, okay. It's not not gonna get me high. Like, yeah, not really. At least they don't do the <laughs> while they're waving their hand at their mouth um, at you all of a sudden. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, six years ago, you were living at home in Corona. Are you still in that area? Are you still living at home? I'm in that area. Okay. Uh, yeah. Still, still in Corona. Still doing pretty much the same thing i mean uh still smoking a pipe still doing music um but i added some some a new a new job so i'm doing uh, personal training also so all right how'd you get into that and and why yeah, i've always loved it i mean i grew up with a, a brother that just literally we we would work out together you know i just growing up being a tomboy and everything so 
I always loved working out. I loved, I loved all that stuff. And I figured, you know what? I do this all the time. Why don't I train people to do it? Make money that way too. So I started doing that. I, um, I grew myself some biceps. So it's been, it's been good. It's been fun. So does that mean that you're in the gym like five, six days a week in, in normal Me times, first? you would be working out five, six, seven days a week in the gym. Well, me, per, I, I work people out about five days a week. I personally work out like about four days a week. I don't want to get yeah too crazy. <laughs> you don't want to turn into the <laughs> Mrs. Rock. <laughs> Start getting that like, you know, masculine gel. You're like, what? The, that's not Gina. Is she on, is she juicing? Is she on steroids? <laughs> yeah. Her name's not Gina anymore. It's Jean, and she's happy about it. Jean, nice to me. It's been six years of a long transition. Yeah, I'm ready. And now she's ready to reveal. You you always did like kind of bigger, larger pipes anyway, so that would work. It kind of matches, right? Yeah. Kind of matches my my personality. Yeah. So in the in the past, besides growing muscles, um, did you? Have you been smoking a pipe consent continuously during that or did yes. you? Yeah. Uh, of course. It's like my treat. I feel like it's like I, I do, I go to work, I come home, I got to have my treat, you know, it's, it's, it's the best thing ever. So I get it, a coffee in the morning, coffee and pipe. And then later I have my little pipe and just like, oh, I get to relax. It's like, that means it's finally time to relax when I get to have my pipe at home. So maybe two bowls a day and. Yeah, and that's your, about that. That's kind of your normal routine. That's my treat. Yep, exactly. It's like I have to earn it. Like I don't. I'm like, okay, got it. Got to do stuff, and then I come home and like, okay, you get your you get your pipe treat, kind well, of thing. I like the I like the one in the morning with a cup of coffee, kind of as a reward for getting up out of bed. Yeah, it's like I'm alive. Guess who gets the treat? Yay! I actually woke up. All right. <laughs> All right. Has your uh, uh, has your pipe collection grown since we last oh my chatted a hundred years ago? So many pipes. It's ridiculous. They're all, I mean, they're scattered everywhere, but I tend to get like uh, attached to one for like a while. Like let's, I, I have this one. Uh, it's like a Dagner pipe right now. Mm -hmm. I got sent uh, a bunch of pipes I, um, from Dagner pipes. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah. Yep. He, yeah. It's a, it's a great company. And, uh, I'm friends with the, the guy and he sent me a bunch of, of pipes and they're so cool. And I kind of get attached to one. So right now I'm attached to the corn cob and I've been smoking that for like a couple weeks and then that'll, then I'll have to clean it. So I'll be like, Oh, I'll switch to another pipe. So, then, <laughs> so I'll just, I'll wait to clean that one. I'll switch to a new pipe. You know what I mean? Does it, uh, so I guess during that during that time when you're infatuated with one pipe, you really get to you get to know that pipe really well, and then yes, and then do you kind of get bored with it? So kind of like what you do with boyfriends. Yeah, exactly. Eh, you're stupid, and then I and then you're old now, and then I switch. You know what I mean? Wait, are you talking about me or the pipe or the boyfriends? <laughs> All of it. Oh, okay. All Thank you. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to figure that out. Yeah, I don't I think. I told but... you you weren't old. You're not old. Yeah. Well. All right. Never mind. Um, but no. That, so that's <laughs> so you will you'll work with one pipe for a while and then kind of really get to know it and then get a little yeah. bored with it and then look over at your at your other pipes and go you know you look might like you might have something interesting. Yes. Exactly. I, I that's that's exactly what I do. I love it. 
you just kind of get do you do you kind of have that happen when you kind of get like attached to one pipe or you kind of switch around i i go through moods i think um because at times i can be moody and delicate um oh okay and i will work with a couple of pipes or you know i i smoke way more than you do uh okay so, so during it during a normal day it's four or five bowls full and okay. one, only one per pipe that day but i'll find myself in a rotation of these four or five or these eight or ten are getting picked a lot and then I'll look into the pipe rack and I'll go, you know, you haven't been pulled out of that corner in a long time. Let me pull you out and see why. Yeah. You're like, you kind of give them attention. You're like, you look a little sad today. Oh. You know what I mean? You try to, you try to try to give them all a little bit of attention. I get that. Yeah. And, and also for me, it's kind of like rediscovering a brand new pipe because it might've been six months since I smoked that pipe and I get right. to, you know, have a new pipe all over again, except I already paid for it once before. Exactly. That's, that's kind of how I do it too. Like, oh, and then I bring it out. And I'm like, where'd you get that pipe? I was like, I've had it for a long time. I just kind of got attached to one for a little bit. And having that one sitting out makes it real easy to keep grabbing it over and over again until it right? gets. Right, especially when you're lazy. Exactly. Yeah, and you're not exactly lazy, but you might be lazy in some things. Um, <laughs> as I, I as I lay here in bed. Yeah. At, oh, Eleven. Well, we won't mention what time of the afternoon that we are recording this and okay. because we don't want people to think that you're still in bed at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so we're going to cut that out. No, that out. no, 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 no. Too bad. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah. I mean, it's 11 p.m. and I'm ready for bed. Right. And I we all to go to sleep. And we all know you're in California and I'm not and I'm not up at 2 a.m. unless I'm going to the bathroom. So, yeah. Oh, shoot. yeah. Well, you got me. It's Sunday, okay? Wait, we're, am I not supposed to say that either? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the other thing okay. that you might have just done is given some people a little bit of a heart attack picturing you laying in bed smoking a pipe and talking to me on the radio show. <laughs> but, Oopsies. Yeah. Um, let's Would it make you feel better if I was like, if I was wearing a onesie? No. Um, um, why are you still single? What's wrong? nothing's wrong i just can't can't need anybody that uh that i like well yeah. enough i i mean you i'm gotta, you gotta make me laugh if somebody can't make me laugh then there's no there's no point yeah you know i'm sorry I mean? i'm sorry i'm taken i'm i'm taken already and i'm way older than you are anyway so that wouldn't work out but yeah i understand <laughs> yeah yeah, and besides that now you've got these big muscular arms that probably scare off yeah, half the gonna, guys yeah Exactly. And then you got you got to be buffer than me. You got to be funnier than me and you got to be buffer than me. And I don't know. I got pretty big guns. So it's like a competition now. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, you could find some old guy and be his bodyguard, too. So I could carry him around. Hey, like, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. All right, while everybody's thinking of that in their mind, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll find out what Gene is doing musically, so stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. A Savinelli pipe is a testament to a long legacy, fortified by well-worn hands and destined to be enjoyed for generations. For over 150 years, Savinelli has been dedicated to sourcing the world's finest briar, committed to pushing the boundaries of pipe design, 
and devoted to the tradition of Italian pipe making. Savinelli is more than a mark. They're a way to help you make your mark. And like you, there can only be one Savinelli. We're back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, visiting with uh, bodybuilder and uh, old spinster Gina Rude, uh, <laughs> a former pipe babe. A Forgot to mention image. that. This is a great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's perfect. If you came here to build up your uh, your your uh, morale, you're wrong. But go right ahead. <laughs> Just this old lady with giant muscular arms. I'm just picturing like Hulk Hogan arms and like a old lady body. That's, that's exactly what I look like right now. You can knit one heck of a shawl with those arms. Um, <laughs> that's right. But then you dress like you did on little house on the prairie. So that'd be perfect. That's true. Yeah. Pair of overalls. Boy, you're fancy. Um, I, I am. I'm sorry. So what's going on musically? I've, so on YouTube, you can see, uh, you've got what, nine, 10, a dozen or so videos up there. Um, yeah, I have added a, quite a few videos and, over time. And, and you're singing because six years ago you weren't singing. So young, so dumb, you know, but, uh, I decided, you know, it's, it's something that, uh, I thought, you know, it was, it was like a confidence thing. So uh, it took me a while. Uh, I started singing. Apparently, I, I didn't realize I had a, like a smokier, deep, deeper voice. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of where my range is. And I love singing now. Now I can't stop singing. People probably wish I didn't, but I love it. Is the, uh, the, the steroids from all the bodybuilding, is that lowering your voice? It's been pretty low for a while, yeah. Oh, okay. The steroids do affect the the vocal cords, <laughs> so when I sing, it's a little bit lower. <laughs> so, <laughs> so later on in this in this episode, we're going to hear Gina sing. Um, but what's going on musically? What have you? What are you working on? What have you been up to? So right now, um, I did. I recorded a like six song EP and I released that that's on Spotify. And then right now I'm currently working on uh, beer music. So I have a, a producer that's, that's uh, got me singing some beer songs. So it's all about beer and it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun little project I'm doing. I'm not, not sure where it's going, but it is pretty fun. I, I'm so now you're the, <laughs> I'm sorry, your song's all about beer. <laughs> well, well, it's just a small project. I'm, I'm just kind of test. We're testing it out for you know, Sony and Nashville, and and seeing how that's going to do. But for right now, it's just a fun little project, uh, a little bit about beer. You know what I mean? To see if that kind of works. We're working on it. Music for if, your if anything, brew pub. What's that? Music for your micro brew pub. Right, right. So the the idea is getting a, a girl to kind of like a Miranda Lambert type of vibe to sing about beer, which doesn't really happen very often. You know what I mean? Instead of a guy singing about beer and his dog, you know, it's like a girl singing about beer. So it's kind of like a little different. So if yeah. it doesn't go anywhere, it's still fun to, to sing about. It's a fun album. 
And when, when you're working on these songs, are you writing some of this stuff and having to drink the beer to go along with it and kind of picture what no, that? No, these songs, they were, they were pre-written because I'm not great with, I'm great with uh, melodies, but lyrics aren't my thing. So they just set me up there like a puppet and tell me to sing, sing that. All right. Like a monkey. I do it. <laughs> Did they have a little crank on your, on the side of you. And they yeah, they're like, you. go ahead and start. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. All right. But when you get those lyrics, I'm, I'm assuming they have an idea in mind of what you're going to do with it. And then you look at it. Do you get a chance to, you know, maybe genify yeah, it? I take it and I make it my own style and everything. And yeah. I think the way, you know, I feel natural to sing it. And it, it, it works out that way. So we've, we had an episode of a bonus show a while back about uh, how to homebrew. So homebrewing and micro, you know, microbrews are all over the place. Nice. They, I know they're very popular and it's so easy to, to make beer too. Like that's, it's like, a, it's kind of like a hobby for a lot of people. I, yeah. I enjoy beer, so I wouldn't mind being a test, a taste tester. So if you have any beer, you can send it to Gina care of, you can uh, send it to me via mail. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So before we started recording, you also, and the, you know, I hope this is okay to put out there, but you auditioned for the voice and I, which is a, uh, yeah. For for those it's that fine. aren't it's familiar, totally yeah, but for those that aren't familiar, it's a uh, blind singing competition television show right. thing. So tell talk us through that because I've never I've never met anybody who auditioned for it. Well, yeah, it was a lovely experience. I wouldn't recommend it um, <laughs> unless so you really hate the email. person. <laughs> I got an email from like casting and uh, they were like, we really like your voice. We'd like you to come in and, and audition. I was like, Oh, well, that's great. I mean, I would never do something like that. Cause I'm not, I don't like TV show competitions, stuff like that. I always watch and I go, oh, this is just ridiculous. So, but Hey, they emailed me and everyone was like, you got to at least try it. I'm like, okay, fine. So I have my three songs ready. I walk in. Um, I'm just, they they have me sitting standing in front of a camera and it's very dark and scary. There's three people staring at me, judging me, and so uh, I start singing. I do my song and I'm like, oh, I kind of I didn't do great because I didn't warm up. I'm like, okay, I got another song. Okay, I, I had three songs prepared, so I'm like getting ready to sing my next song. They're like, and that will be all for you. And I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> okay, that's fine. And uh, and then he escorted. Well, it, it wasn't in front of like the the big judges, you know, like the, yeah. the Blake Shelton and all. But it was like the pre judges before you get to the show. So they're like, "So that was great." Um, it's a no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I got escorted out. I'm like, oh, come on, sweetie. I'm like, okay. Well, you invited me here, you know. <laughs> so uh, then uh, I went to Olive Garden and I ate as much pasta as I could eat and. Uh, that was pretty much it. That was my that was my uh, experience on the voice, almost on the voice. It's a pretty cool story though. So it all it all ended with drowning your sorrows in carbohydrates. Right. I ate I literally ate all of it. Oh the breadsticks, yes, keep them coming, keep them coming. They're endless, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's that's what happened. Don't bring me that damn salad. I just need carbs. <laughs> If I can, unless I can sop up that ranch with more breadsticks, then don't bother. <laughs> so now I am, uh, that's why I had to start doing the gym because I gained about 300 pounds. <laughs> so <laughs> I am, I am uh, currently doing TLC's 
thousand pound life. And so that's where I am. I'm at right now. <laughs> the guitar didn't play well under the flaps of your arms, huh? Uh, no, it just kind of, I kind of mash it now. It's more of mashing than, than playing. Yeah. So, all right. So, the, so we completely went off the rails. You're still, you're still you with, except now you have biceps from working out, which is weird. Right. No, I'm not, I'm not 300 pounds. I, I am, I am still just, I play music. It was just a bad experience. I had to, I had to tell you about that. So yeah. Still uh, me. Yeah. And six years ago you were still five foot seven. However, you were just, you know, it could be confused as a lamppost at times. Exactly. Now I'm a large lamppost with biceps. Bicep, a lamppost with biceps. That's yeah. pretty much. It's pretty much me. Uh, People get I get confused with lampposts all the time. Do you uh, the the people that you're personal training when you're allowed to? Uh, do they know that you smoke a pipe? Do you talk to them about it? Um. Well, usually, like sometimes they'll add me on um, on Instagram or something like that. And they're like, "Oh, you smoke?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I smoke a pipe." You know, it is a little odd for most people because you know, especially California, they're like, "And a girl, like what?" Like, are you smoking crack? No, I'm not smoking crack. It's a tobacco pipe. <laughs> it's a cool thing. It's a pastime, you know? And so it is, it is, some people think it's very cool. Some people are just like, oh, okay. But hey, it's not going to stop me. <laughs> You're weird. Um, you are a very strange person. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you normally, uh, so the pipe is normally just when you're at home and, and, um, yeah, well, I do like to take it uh, with me on adventures. If I do go on an adventure or if I travel, I do take it with me because I have to, you know. It's a, it's a fun thing. If I go, like, somewhere cool, I like to take pictures with it. Like, it just it's a fun, like, little photo shoot experience. And, uh, yeah, it makes, it makes it more memorable, I think, when you take your pipe with you somewhere. Do you have kind of like a little pipe, uh, a little pipe to go travel kit? I will, yeah, I do have a smaller one that I take with me, but uh, it doesn't, it doesn't even uh, bother me. I'll just, I'll take my, my good old pipe that I, that I've been smoking for a while. I'll just take it with me, put it in my purse. Here we go. Pop it out in random places. People are like, what? <laughs> what is she doing? Uh, what is she doing? You can't, that's illegal here. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. You can't smoke tobacco here. Now, if it's marijuana, you're fine, California. <laughs> yeah. Marijuana? No, no. What is that? No, 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 no. It smells delicious. Uh, <laughs> no, we want the skunk smell. I, I swear, every time I smoke a pipe, people think it's like the best smell. I've never gotten someone complain about the smell of the pipe. Usually, it's always like, what is that? Like, it's my pipe. And you can't say that with like cigarettes and cigars and stuff like that a lot of the times. But it's such a, I don't know, it's such a warm smell that it's very, it's, I think it's very relaxing too. And are you, you still primarily smoking aromatics? Yes. Uh, I don't smoke a lot of, like, I'm a very simple person. I'm a very vanilla person. So like, I like things that are very simple and if it's light, the lighter, the better for me. Cause I just, I don't know. That's just how I am. But, uh, anything that's kind of too dark, I'm, I don't really like the taste of it. Um, but yeah, the lighter, the better. Well, you've also got a young palate, so it. Yeah, talk to me in another six years. Yeah, and then and then we'll. If <laughs> I like, I was an idiot. What was I thinking? At that age, well, I still remember my own name. Good luck, but um, we'll find out. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so what's the uh, so we've got the beer album we've got the beer songs coming out the new album on uh, on Spotify is available and you're doing the personal training I guess that's pretty much a full schedule for you that is pretty full schedule for me right now that's pretty much it um still play music I still do live shows and all that stuff but uh yeah that's that's me in a nutshell what is it when you're when you're looking at getting a new pipe? What what are you what are you looking at when you want? Oh, that's a good question. Um, when I when I look for pipes, I love anything that looks rustic, anything that looks hand carved, like a Nording. I love Nording pipes. I love anything that looks like it was just carved straight from a tree. Um, I'm just kind of nerdy that way. I love that. I, I'm not a super. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm not super sophisticated. I'm not a. I'm not a <laughs> not a super classy person i'm a, I'm a little bit uh i don't know rough around the edges so anything that looks <laughs> rustic i i really really love you must you must literally just scare the hell out of out of boys your age and i'm gonna call them boys because <laughs> they must look at you and go what the oh my god no wonder why you're still single um yeah. the way, well now now everyone's got a mental image of me i'm yeah. carving trees i'm lifting i'm chopping wood i'm a lumberjack <laughs> basically this is how you describe me i'm a lumberjack that smokes pipes and drinks beer that's very intimidating i'm not intimidating i swear and she uses her bare hands to knock down the trees i just i actually literally karate chop it oh uh, yeah we won't talk yeah you've also gotten into what is that boxing or something i i do i i love i love boxing it's Oh, it's like one of my pastimes, my favorite things, you know, it's a, it's just a great way to work out. Cause I hate running. I literally hate running. So if I could hit stuff, then that's, that's what I love to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I was thinking, you know, years ago, I thought my son would be a good fit for you. No, he's fine. You're good. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, uh yeah. They, if, uh, yeah. He might be beat a little bit, but it's not. It's a love punch. If I was to, you know, it wouldn't be like you know, domestic <laughs> violence. It would just be, you know, a little bit of a punch. A little love punch is what I call it. A little karate chop. Uh, a little karate <laughs> chop. Yeah. Um, now, did you, in, in the last six years, did you take any time kind of away from the pipe or did you just? I did. I did. I took a few uh, years. Um, just kind of, I don't know. I just kind of grew out of it for like i'd say like two years and i uh but uh i don't know what sparked it again i i think i think somebody bought me some pipe tobacco and i was like hmm i kind of kind of forgot about it for a little while but i uh i love it i literally love it so i i think that's what brought it back um i think my brother bought me another a new pipe and i was like i gotta try this out it was like a poor it was like a you know the clay it's like a clay type of pipe Another, yeah. you know, what I'm talking about where you smoke it and it kind of turns the brownish color. Either a mir either a meerschaum or a clay. Yeah, and it was a clay, and uh, it had like a very cool like Viking face on it. Mm -hmm. And I thought this is really. It was kind of like a keepsake, of course. And uh, I was like, I got to try this out. And uh, yeah, I'm back back to doing it. And uh, I I love the pipe smoking community. Everyone is so nice. I get a lot of pipe smoking like people that follow me and I'll follow them. And it's kind of like a cool club to be a part of, to be honest. We are a, uh, we, we are a friendly and very open bunch. 
yeah, you guys are just very cool. So I, I feel us. very welcome, you know? Yeah, well, and and I always and honestly, the you know, I'm, it it was great to hear that you were that you wanted to come back on the show because to get a woman's perspective on pipe smoking and to get a woman that wants to you know continue to explore it and talk about it is you mm-hmm. know absolutely wonderful. And to get a woman that's not afraid to smoke in public is even better. Right. I I mean I don't mind. I I'm a I'm a talker anyway, so I'll just be like, oh yeah, that's uh. The pipe? You want to try? <laughs> Come here, kids. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just Come joke. on, you're six years old. It's fine. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, did I? Um, no, yeah. no, you're fine. Cut yeah. that out. All right. I will give you the opportunity. If you got any, any, uh, any pipe education you want, any pipe question that you want answered, any pipe question that you have that you want me to lie to you about. Okay. Uh, is pipe smoking good for you? It's really good for people around me because it <laughs> relaxes me and makes me not as angry to them. Um, I noticed that. It does help me, too. It helps me that way, too. I'm like, I just freaking need my pipe right now. Yeah. So, I've, I've also found that I'm uh, not as uh, willing to say stupid or angry things if I have my pipe in my mouth versus my pipe not in my mouth. So... You're you're busy. First, it keeps you busy, a little bit busy. So you're kind of like, I should say that, but uh, I'm yeah. smoking my pipe right now. Kind of keeps you. It's almost like it kind of like muzzles you a little bit. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And okay. and right. it, and also, it, it you know in in reality, if things are stressed out and I can grab my pipe and go sit for twenty or thirty minutes and process stuff, I feel a whole lot yeah, better. I, I I totally agree with that. It's almost like. Not to sound like a California, but it's like a meditation type of thing. Not that I'm into that, but I do. I feel like it's like kind of like a, a, it's like my time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a way to get your your own time. Yeah, and it has shown to lower blood to lower blood pressure, and yeah, it's it is a it is a meditative force to process right. information with. So, yeah, it's healthy for me. Um, no, I, I totally agree. I, I love it, and. Um, also, what kind of what's your favorite pipe to smoke? So, like your favorite brand or style or like that. So, my favorite style hasn't changed much. I have talked about them more recently. Um, I like a pipe that is about five inches to five and a half inches long with about an inch okay. and a half stem. So, a lot of shank and a little stem. And Got I like. It. I just, in fact, my, my friend Jody Davis coined them as my workhorse pipes because they are just 45 minute sandblasted smokers that are meant Mm. for, are meant for smoking. They're not the prettiest pipes because they're all straight little billiards and doublings and stuff. They're not for show. Yeah. They are dedicated smoking machines. Um, well, that's yeah, that's that's the main point, anyways. Who like who cares if they look cool if they don't smoke right, you know? Yeah. Now, if you want to talk about pipes that are pieces of art and design and sculpture, I ten years ago, eleven years ago, now I became a huge fan of the Japanese pipe maker Smio Sato, and I have collected his pipes quietly since then. And his are pipe, they uh, are they like type of like kind you don't smoke can you smoke them or is it like just for show type of thing oh no no are they no, so no. expensive I, 
that you wouldn't want to smoke out of them? No, I smoke them. Uh, oh, okay, cool. They're they're not <laughs> they're not inexpensive, but I smoke them. Um, nice. But I'm gonna have to look that up. What, what type of wood is it made of, or is it not wood? These are all briar, all high nice. end, handmade, artisan type pipes. Um, I have two different designations of sato pipes i have some more traditional sandblasts that i will carry around with me and smoke while i'm out and throw them in my i have a pipe purse um i have a i have a man you bag have, you have a pipe purse i have a purse that has been converted is it, is it a sling over the shoulder is it a only over the one shoulder how does that work it's is it a fanny pack it's a crossbody bag that i can shorten oh, it and do it over one shoulder or all right yeah i mean that's that's workable that's something you can you can classify as like you could it's classy you I'm, know i'm i'm fashion forward not... i'm i'm yeah, i'm basically fashion, it's a fashion bag yeah i'm basically all an old style of euro trash <laughs> um, or you could say you're like you know i don't know like a 19 I, I could say that like you're a businessman you're like you're pretending like hey but People think maybe there's a bunch of paperwork in there. Oh, no, this is too small for that. This is a purse size. Okay, it's like a a small satchel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's three or four pipes and then tobacco, my wallet, a comb, um, sometimes a few other things. Yeah, Um, but and then I also have some of the Sato pipes that are that are, you know, just really beautiful. And the only time I will smoke them is when I'm sitting in the reclining chair watching a movie or watching sports or something. And that's like something yeah. that you're, yeah, not just on the go. That's not something you, you would want to have on the go. Kind of like it's yeah. your relaxed time, something you're doing that you really enjoy. Yeah. And I've got both hands free to hold the pipe with or a place to set the pipe down in between puffing on right. it. So yeah. Yep. So there nice. you go. All right, Gina, you we have to send me the link to that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up. Don't worry. Um, nice. Uh, We will wrap this up with the Fast Five final questions. It's the same five you got from before, and I just listened to what you did, what you said before, and I can remember remember most of them. Uh, So we'll see what changed. So are you ready? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I mean, yes, no, yes. What is your favorite pipe? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, Right now it's a Dagner pipe. It's got a long stem and uh it's it's just wonderful i got it sent to me and i just it it means a lot when when people are so nice to me and i i love that i got sent like four pipes so i've just been kind of rotating between the the four pipes but uh it's kind of like a old-fashioned type of long stem pipe and i love it i love it all right that's different than what was six years ago but that that was that's i remember it was my nording it was my nording pipe okay i still have it okay good memory um what is your favorite tobacco yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get i'm gonna get so much crap if i say it but it's um captain black no it's captain black is that bad no that's no it's your favorite we don't give a shit okay Uh, it's my favorite people are gonna be like oh my gosh he's such a noob but it's it's my favorite and it's easy to get and i don't want to travel to to a you know a tobacco store it's so hard to find a tobacco store so that's what i go with and i love the the zesty, the white, Captain Black. And if anybody's got any problems with that, just show them your biceps and they'll run the other way. Exactly. That, yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, there you Intimidation. go. Intimidation. Yeah. What is your favorite drink? Favorite 
is it is it alcoholic beverage or mm, whatever you want to answer Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a good question i'm gonna go with coffee because i i love coffee and i probably drink it all day i mean not all day not not to a point where it's like you know unhealthy but coffee and pipe go so well together and i don't function without it so i'm gonna have to go with coffee and a good cup of coffee helps you get out of bed before the crack of noon. Right. Ah. Right. And uh, we are going to edit that out. Remember? Remember that? We talked about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot and left it in. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, I'm a loser. When it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Ooh. If it's time to relax. I'm going to have to go with music because, you know, that's what I do. That's it's always been my thing. It's always been something that's my re my release for for life. I get my frustration. Sometimes I play very intensely. Sometimes I just want to pluck at the strings. But I'm gonna have to go with music. And finally, do you have a favorite recent pipe smoking related memory? Ooh, good question. I'm trying to think. This is the uh, psychological side. It's the what? This is the psychological side. Oh, it's the cycle. Uh, it, this, am I going to fail this test? Probably, but go ahead. <laughs> so a favorite pipe memory that I have. Um, I really enjoy being outdoors with the pipe. So uh, I usually, if I do go, um, I like hiking. So if I, if I make it to my destination, uh, like about three miles in, I will sit on a rock and I will enjoy my pipe. And I have done that several times. So it's, it's a memory that I, that I tend to, to like to think about when I, when I think about my favorite uh, pipe smoking. So I just love smoking outdoors. So forest, I guess. Smoking in the forest. And then you know it's all downhill from there to getting back. That's true. And then I'm wheezing. <laughs> I'm crying. The, yeah. uh, so, but the, yeah, that is my favorite memory. Just in the, being in the woods, smoking my pipe. The website is gina g-i-n-a rude r-o-o-d-e dot com uh gina rude on instagram gina rude on youtube boy you worked that out that's good nobody else had your name yeah yeah, yeah. I, it's it's weird right nobody has the the rude last name the r-o-o-d-e name yeah just like you're rude yep yep just there like you that. There you go. Gina, thank you very much for coming back on. Great catching up with you. Hopefully one of these days I'll actually, you know, we'll actually get to sit and smoke a pipe together in person somewhere down I the road. I would love that. That would be great. Thank you for having me. I love, I love talking to you. You're hilarious. And we'll be back in just a minute. I'm Jeremy Reeves, head blender of Cornell and Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. At Cornell and Deal, we think the best things in life are better with age, and we are passionate about creating the best possible pipe tobacco available. Fueled by this passion, we introduced the Cellar Series, a collection of blends like no other. While the blends in this series are ready to smoke now, each one has been meticulously designed to optimize depth and complexity as the tobacco ages in the tin. Currently, the Cellar Series is comprised of Oak Alley, Chenet's Cake, Joie de Vivre, Old Grove, and Bourbon Blue, but we will be unveiling new additions to this very special series as time goes on. Pick up a tin to smoke now and save a few for later enjoyment so that you can experience all the richness and subtlety each blend will reveal through the years. Cornell & Deal's Cellar Series. 
The secret ingredient is time. Contact your local or online retailer for information. This is Internet Radio. And we are back in through the miracle of uh, through the miracle of the Internet. My voice sucks now. There you go. See, it was fine when I was talking to Gina, so it must be her. Um, anyway, all right, for music, well, here you go. From uh, off of Spotify, here is Gina Rude.
is off of Gina's EP, which is available on Spotify. Gina Rude, R-O-O-D-E. Go search her, play it, help her out. You've got mail. In the mailbag, if you have a comment or question, you can email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com or post it on the Pipes Magazine radio show page on Pipes Magazine or follow me on uh, Facebook or Instagram and hook up with me there. Uh, The best thing you can do is go to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. And I believe I may have read this one already, but I'm going to do it again. It's called uh, This is the Best Place to Learn. And it's from the best kind of guy. Uh, And he says, again, five stars. I've been listening to this podcast for several years and have learned so much about pipes and tobacco from it. It's an invaluable resource for people getting started in pipe smoking, but also for those of us who have done it for a while. As pipe smoking becomes more and more taboo, it's hard to find uh, people to smoke with. So this podcast is like something is like smoking with a friend. And I don't care what 9 out of 10 psychiatrists say. I think Brian is all right. I think 9 out of 10 of them are right. But anyway, yeah, thank you very much. And I, and I, like, the, uh, I like the joke there at the end. Yeah. Um, I went to a psychiatrist. They quit. Uh, and then uh, Rondi writes, uh, it doesn't get any better, better than this. Five stars. Update, September 2020. Gosh, I'm not sure how long ago I wrote this review. But as you see, I'm still here. I still listen and I'm still a fan. The show is far better than it was during the first year and only continues to improve. I've been listening to the Pipes Magazine radio show podcast since the very first week that it aired, and I never get tired of it. Funny, often irrelevant or irreverent, uh, witty and enjoyable week in and week out. Host Brian Levine is unbelievably knowledgeable about pipes and pipe tobacco. Even if you don't smoke and or collect pipes, you'll still enjoy this podcast. It's really that good. Well, thank you very much, Rondi. I appreciate that very much. Um, also last week, got a couple of reviews for, uh, professor Jeremiah and Casey ghost says, uh, pipe parts was interesting, and I wish folks well on trying to de-ghost a pipe. I'm too maladroit to do it. <laughs> Professor Jeremiah was quite entertaining in a quirky sort of way. I would wager that missionary work doesn't pay very well, but the people who do it are making a small difference in the world. I may have to go over to his YouTube channel and check him out. Yeah, do that. Check out his YouTube channel. Uh, Dino writes, I've always considered you a character, but Professor Jeremiah wins hands down. (laughs) I'm not even as, yeah, I'm not even as big of a character as he is. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed his story of service, humanity, adventure, and pipe lore, all told with a great sense of humor and delight. Bravo, Professor. Love the Steve Winwood tune, number nine, number nine, number nine. I think that's a request. Thanks, Dino. Dino, you're welcome. I'll see if I can work that in. And then uh, James, uh, uh, Greg writes, sorry, I got James and then Greg, so we'll do Greg first. Uh, Professor Jeremiah interview was better than expected, and the two episodes prior regarding the early days of smoking pipes were a hoot as well. Just opened and jarred another box from them today. (laughs) Good to hear it, yeah. Get those uh, those jars put away. Uh, And then James writes, a comment related to the most recent show. I visited the Sherlock Holmes Museum in London in January 2019. And while I don't remember any tobacco being sold, uh, being for sale, then they did sell. And I purchased a Peterson Sherlock Holmes series pipe there. 
Uh, how cool, you know, to buy a Peterson Sherlock Holmes pipe at the Sherlock Holmes Museum. Um, also, they probably didn't have any tobacco there because they just didn't have you know, the tobacco has gotten harder and harder to sell in the UK and it can't be out visible and all that stuff. So again, comments, questions, email me, send them to me on Facebook. Much appreciated. If you have suggestions, please uh, email those to me as well. And in just a moment, rant time. There's nothing quite like working in my shop or smoking my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. Check them out at corncobpipe.com. Cowboy. Cowboy. Who remembers the old adage, politics, religion, and money, never speak of them in mixed company? Uh, Something to that effect. Well, who remembers that? Well, mixed company is in public or around people that you just don't know that well, that aren't family or, you know, whatever. Close, super close friends. Well, social media now is how we associate with other people and, you know, podcasts or social media and... uh, Facebook is a social media, and Twitter is a social media, but apparently it's perfectly fine to talk politics, religion, and money there, but I'm going to remind you all that the whole world would be better off if you, uh, you know, on uh, your uh, social media posts, if you just, you know, went back to posting pictures of your food and your cats, please, or in Kevin's case, food and dogs, please. Uh, lay off the politics because you know for me personally I get my political views from the news and from reading newspapers and from listening to people that I trust and having a discussion I get my religious views from family friends and people that I trust and you know getting my own opinion Uh, I get my financial advice from people that I trust and listen to and read and this that and the other When it comes to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, just please go back. Just really go back. You know, pictures of flowers, pictures of butterflies, pictures of your grandkids or your kids on a swing. That's all great. Cats, dogs, puppies, whatever. Food. Yes, Kevin, post more food pictures when you can. Uh, That's all great. But let's all remind ourselves, never discuss politics religion or money and mixed company there you go thank you very much i'm sure i've covered that before uh let me thank gina for coming back on and hanging out with me it was fun to get to talk to her again thank you all for tuning in and until next time Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just 
Sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy Say there's something kind of yeah about a kid that's never played baseball.